What's up, everyone, and welcome to Back on Topic. I'm Micaiah Bell, a student of psychology at Harvard, and I am your host for today. So today, I want to talk about this question. Can you trust someone who you just met? And we're also going to talk about how to trust the people who are already in your life and the signs to know if these people are trustworthy and if they're going to be in your life for a long time. Now, there's a lot of different ways to tell if you can really trust someone, especially someone who you just met. In this podcast, I'm only going to talk about two of them, but it's important to know that there's a ton of different ways to know if you can trust someone. And I'm not going to be able to get to all of them, but I plan to in future podcasts. But if you practice these two that I'm going to talk about, I guarantee you, you're going to see insane results. And both of them are in their actions and their speech. Now, it's always hard to know if you're actually going to develop a long lasting relationship with someone, but these two tools will help you a lot. Um, Now, they're not to be applied in every single area of life. There's always a human element to life. So this isn't like a business transaction. You can't treat every relationship like a business transaction. But I'm sure you'll be able to discern when to use these methods and when not to. Now, there also there is no secret formula. Anyone can screw you over. Okay, let's just be real. But this will decrease the chances of that actually happening to you. So if you follow these two steps and you apply them in real life and you begin to notice the patterns in people's speeches, you'll be able to kind of pick it out. You'll be able to tell. You'll be able to see the people that you can trust and the ones that you can't, the ones who are going to be in your life for a long time and the ones who may not. Now, of course, we have to preface this with what even is trust? So that'll be explained in another video that I'm going to make, but there's different forms of trust, okay? And each form affects a different area of life. So trust depends a lot on your upbringing, your family, your friends, your environment. It's important to understand if you can trust them in each area of your life and how much you can trust them. So one common misconception about trust is people make these statements like, oh, I don't trust them. Oh, I have trust issues. And I view that as a cop out. Okay, I think that that's a way to stay inside your shell and never really branch out. Now, what do I mean by that? So mostly the people who say they have trust issues are the ones who have been in you know, bad relationships where they got scarred or something, and now they don't trust people anymore. Well, typically that's because they never really learned how to trust someone and who to trust. And what are the signs of trust? What are the signs of a trustworthy person? So they never learn these until they continuously get hurt by people. And at the end of the day, they say, oh, I have trust issues. I don't trust anyone. And I cut them off. Well, there's a lot of different levels to trust and a lot of different signs that people put off to help you determine if they're a trustworthy person way before you even get close with them. If you learn these signs, it'll completely change the way you look at life. There's different levels of trust, okay? So, like I said, you might be able to trust someone in a business relationship and not in an interpersonal relationship. And that's important to distinguish between the two of those. Trust isn't a static thing. It's very multivariate. You may say you don't trust someone with your secrets, but you might be able to trust them with your money or vice versa. You might be able to trust them with your secrets and not trust them with your money. So let's talk about this first part to trusting people, and that is investment. Now, there's a lot of different ways to know if someone's going to invest in your life, and there's a lot of different ways to know if you're going to invest in theirs. So as we go forth, we're going to look at a few different ways to know if people are going to invest in your life and how to know if you're going to invest in theirs as well. When you meet someone, you're really investing your time into them. So you have to be smart with your investments. 
And the first way to know that is will this person benefit from your success? This is tip number one. So one way to know this is they speak about things that are in your best interest, or maybe they'll readjust their schedule to fit you into it. A big one is that they'll call in a favor for you. So you just met someone and let's say you're looking to get into the gym, you're trying to work out, but you don't have a trainer. And they might say to you, hey, yeah, so-and-so owes me a favor. They're a personal trainer. They owe me a free session. I'm going to call in that favor, and I'm going to get that for you. So why would they do that? They would only do that for someone who they genuinely like, who they actually see as an investment of their time. Another big one is they talk you up behind your back. Now, this one's pretty tricky because you might not always know it, but every now and then you might just hear someone talk about it. Oh, yeah, so-and-so said such good things about you. Or you go into the job interview and they say, hey, so-and-so recommended you. They said such good things about you. Or you meet another friend that's a mutual friend. Especially, this is the best one, when somebody doesn't know you, you meet a mutual friend. And they say, oh, you're friends with so-and-so. They say such good things about you. Well, that's how you know that this person's a genuine friend of yours. They're a good person. And you guys are likely going to have a long, fruitful relationship. So another thing is they'll include you in their social circle. Now, say you just met someone and they say, hey, me and my friends are going out to the bar this weekend. I really want you to come. I really want you to meet my friends. Now, more often than not, they're not going to invite you to meet their friends if they don't actually like you. Now, if they actually like you, they want to include you in their social circles as well. So they want you to meet their friends. They want you to get comfortable around them because they want you to be in their life for a long time. Now, another one is they offer help. Now, this one's a little tricky. So we all have the friends who you meet them and they say, hey, yeah, if you ever need anything, just let me know. And it's not a genuine offer. Now, the way to know the difference is that they'll say things like, hey, if you ever need anything, I can help you out. I do X, Y, Z. I can help you in this way and that way. So they're offering you specific ways in which they can help you out. And they really push to do that for you. Another great way to know is that they're genuinely excited to see you succeed. Now, this one's pretty tricky. You never know if they're actually excited or not. That's one thing that a lot of people can fake. You see it a lot. You see it in the movies. You see it in real life. But one way to really know this goes along with another method, which is they share personal secrets. So if they open up about their personal life and they also are excited to see you succeed, chances are they're actually genuinely excited to see you succeed. Now, if they share these personal secrets, they're not going to share those things with people who they don't actually trust and people who they don't want to be in their life for a long time. If you have a personal secret and it's something that, you know, if it got out to a lot of people, you would actually be hurt. You're only going to share that with people who you actually trust and people who you see as being in your life for a long time. And so these people are thinking that. And that's one thing to really notice and one thing to watch out for as you're meeting new people. So if the answer to all these things is yes, if you notice that this person is putting forth a lot of these signs, then you can predict that this person is probably going to be in your life for a long time and they have your best interest in mind and they're not going to screw you over. So say you're headed into that business meeting and you're networking with people and you meet someone and they do XYZ for a job and you say, oh, I also do something that's pretty similar. I think we can help each other. Now that person's whole mood's going to change. They're going to shift from, oh, this is just another person that I've been meeting to hold on. This person can actually help me succeed if they succeed. So I genuinely can invest in their success and it's going to get me a return. So they're going to be a lot more likely to invest in your success and be around your life for the long term. And that's key.
Now, this is just an example of what it works like in the business world. Now, it's not always necessarily like this when it comes to friendships and, re and relationships. So it's important to keep that in mind as well. Now, the second thing to think about is longevity. So we're going to look at trust from the lens of will this person be in your life for a long time? So do they think that you'll be in their life for a long time? Why would they think that? What do you bring to the table that they can't get from someone else and that they specifically want from you? And you kind of have to be careful here when you think about these things, because it's not necessarily about what can I give them, but it's also about like who I am as a person and what do I offer as a person that makes me someone that somebody else would want to be around. Now, this sounds pretty transactional, but they say you're the sum of your closest friends, like your top five friends, and that pretty much makes up who you are as a person. So they're your top five friends for a reason. They're not your five friends because you could find their personality in every single person ever, or you could get their advice from every single person. They're your top five friends because you can't get that in anyone else. You like them so much, them specifically, and you're so invested in their life that they become so close to you. So you're friends with them because they're unique. So you have to ask yourself, what do you offer that makes you unique? What do you bring to the table that people can't get anywhere else, whether it's you know advice, just your aura, your personality, your energy, whatever it is, what is it that's specific to you that you can maximize? Now, another thing to notice is this. Do they ask you to be involved in their long-term goals? It's a long-term goal for a reason. Clearly, they want you around for the long term. So if someone's saying, hey, I want to accomplish this in the next two years, and they're really opening up about it, and they're sharing why they want to do it and how they're going to do it and seeing if there's ways that you can help, chances are they want you in their life for a long time. And they don't just want you in their life for a long time just because. They want you there because they see traits in you. They see values in you as a person that they really want to keep around. So when you go in to meet someone for the first time, one good thing to do is start asking about their long-term goals in life. See if you have anything in common. If you do, chances are you're probably going to be in each other's lives for a long time. And that's pretty critical. And that's not to even say that you have to have the same goals. It's really to say that, does this person have ambition in life? Do they have goals that are similar or that even, or even if they're not similar, do they just have long-term goals that you can get behind? And if so, then you can invest in their life and they can invest in yours and you have a long-term relationship right there. So there are some things to notice here. Pay attention to their language. Do they start saying things like we instead of I? And when do they shift to saying those things? Is it when you just first met or is it, you know, a long, long time or do they never even do it? Now, if they never do it, then that pretty much shows you that, okay, they're not very invested in you as a person. They don't really want to include you into their life in the long run. And you have to be cognizant of that. You just have to realize that that's the case. And not everyone is going to include you in their life for the long run. And you just have to know which ones are. Another thing, are they excited to include you in things? Are you the last person to get the text about the party? Or are you the first person? Are you the person who they say, hey, I'm considering doing XYZ. What do you think about this? Or are you the person... When they text you, it's like, hey, I did this two weeks ago. What are your thoughts? And that'll show you where you are on their list of priorities, but it'll also show you if they really see you as being a long-term partner in their future. Do they see you as someone who's hard to replace? Your top five friends are virtually irreplaceable. They're your top five friends because you can't meet anyone else who you like as much as them, who you have the sort of conversations that you do with them. So if someone sees you as hard to replace, well, they don't want to replace you. 
and they're not going to. They're not going to look for someone else to fill your role. And how do you know if you're hard to replace? Well, they're going to include you in things and they're going to be excited to include you in things as well. So you're not going to be the person that they text, you know, five minutes before the party, before the event and say, hey, what are you doing tonight? You should come to this event. That's unless they just found out about it themselves and then they want to include you in it. That's the only way that that works. So I was sitting outside by the river one day and this old guy comes next to me and he sits down and he says to me, yeah, I'm old. I lived a long life, but I never cherished any of the close friends in my life. And I asked him, why not? And he says to me, I never knew that they were close friends until they were gone. And I thought about that and I was like, wow, a lot of people don't know that their friends are actually as close to them as they are. And they don't pay attention to the signs of close friends and what those people do to them and what they do for them. And then maybe look around at my friends and decide, wow, like who's close to me? And I started looking at, okay, who's been in my life for the long run and who's invested a lot into my life. And that pretty much showed me who my real close friends were. And that changed my life. Now I've been saying, pay attention to how they talk. Have you ever met a person who they talk about their long-term goals or just their goals in general all the time? And they never actually do anything about it, but they continuously talk about it. Those are pretty much the people you got to stay away from. Okay. Those are the talkers. They don't actually want to include you in what they're doing. They're just talking about it. So if you meet someone who's just overly talking about their goals all the time, and I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. When you meet that person, stay away. They're not working for their own goals, so they're also not going to help you with yours. So be cognizant of that. So one sign that someone wants to be in your life for a long time is that they'll talk you up even when it could come to their detriment. Now, this is typically for in the business world or in a job or something like that. You'll see someone who talks you up and let's say a promotion's on the line and they say, oh, I think so-and-so is perfect for this promotion. They do X, Y, Z so good, even though they know it means that they might not get it themselves. But they genuinely want to see you get it and they actually would not be mad. They wouldn't be jealous. They would actually be happy for you if you were the one who got it. So when it comes to trust, you really have to look at these signs. You have to sit back and see, are these people doing these things that are showing me that I can trust them, that are showing me that they want to invest in my life and that I can invest in theirs, that's showing me if they want to be in my life for a long time and if I want to be in theirs for a long time. Now, once you can really see these signs in people, then you can really start to trust people. You can really start to see and predict how they're going to act in certain situations. Now, some of these signs present themselves a lot sooner than others, so it's important to note that a lot of these you won't see for a long time. You might not see for a couple weeks, maybe even a couple months. Some of these you'll see on the very first day you meet them. So the next time you're around people, try and see if you can apply these signs. Try and see if you can see any of these things and how people behave, how they act. And you'll be very surprised to see, you know, who is worth investing in your life and who's been investing in your life. So thank you very much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, please follow the podcast. Please be sure to follow the TikTok and Instagram accounts at Back on Topic. And I'm looking forward to bringing you guys more information in the next podcast. My name is Micaiah Bell, and you've been listening to Back on Topic.